volatile and higher feed prices kept the pressure on feeder cattle futures last week. Although higher in recent days, wholesale beef values continue at a contra-seasonally sluggish pace. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmael. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 17th of May, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Now to the markets. Calves and feeder cattle sold steady to $2 a hundredweight higher in the southeast last week, but steady to $3 lower in the north central and south central regions, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Those analysts note that high cost of gain provides incentive for cattle feeders to favor cattle at heavier weights. The CME feeder cattle index was about steady week-to-week on Friday at $156 a hundredweight. However, already high corn prices, bolstered further by the monthly World Agricultural Supply and Demand estimates, continued to pressure feeder cattle futures last week. The WASDE projected 2022-23 domestic corn production 4.3% less than last year at 14.5 billion bushels, with a season average farm price of $6.75 a bushel, which would be $0.85 more year-over-year. If realized, it would be the highest average price since $6.89 in 2012 and 13. Corn futures closed an average of $0.48.8 higher in the front six contracts week-to-week on Monday. Soybean futures closed an average of $0.65.6 higher through the front six contracts. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of $5.98 lower week-to-week on Monday, from $2.40 lower in spot May to $7.22 lower. According to Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments, despite the failure of cash prices to meet expectations through the middle of May and the tremendous decline in futures contract prices for the summer and fall months, there's still an opportunity that prices for yearling cattle will improve moving through the summer and fall marketing time frame. Seasonally speaking, he explains yearling cattle prices have increased from May through August in six out of the last 10 years and with an average price increase of $5 a hundredweight during that time. But it increased $15 to $18 the last two years. Remember, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, 
and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org and look for the Goals tab. Negotiated cash-fed cattle prices last week were steady in the Southern Plains and steady to $2 lower in the North. For the week, live prices were $140 a hundredweight in the Southern Plains, $144 in Nebraska, and $144 to $145 in the Western Corn Belt. Dress prices were $227 to $230. The weighted average five-area direct-fed steer price last week was $142.44 a hundredweight on a live basis, which was $0.98 cents less than the previous week. The weighted average steer price in the beef was $1.87 lower at $228.92. Live cattle futures closed an average of $1.64 lower week-to-week on Monday, from $0.37 cents to $2.80 lower, except for $0.12 cents higher in the back contract. Griffiths suggests the tremendous number of cattle on feed could be the reason that cattle prices are softening and failing to push higher during a time when cattle prices seasonally strengthen. He explains it will be difficult for fed cattle prices to find a foothold in the near term as many of the calf-fed animals will begin coming off feed in June. However, with strong placements and the large number of cattle on feed, he says one would surmise that placements will have to decline in coming months. In the latest WASD, USDA's Economic Research Service increased the annual average 5 area direct fed steer price for this year by $0.60 cents to $140.10 a hundredweight. That was based on current prices and expectations of tighter supplies in the second half of the year. Average prices are projected at $140 in the second quarter, $136 in the third quarter, and $145 in the fourth quarter. The average annual price next year is forecast to be $153, lifted by tighter supplies. Although choice box beef cutout value was $1.30 higher week-to-week on Monday at $260.31 hundredweight, the first weekly increase in a long spell, wholesale beef prices remain contra-seasonally sluggish. Select was $1.42 higher at $245.67 week-to-week. Griffith explains wholesale beef prices usually begin increasing after Easter through May and sometimes into June. So far, that's not happening this year. He explains softness at the beginning of grilling season may be pointing towards even softer wholesale beef prices moving through the summer and into fall. However, he adds that a decline in wholesale beef prices would certainly provide an opportunity for retail prices to also decline. Likewise, in his weekly market comments, Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Economist at Oklahoma State University, points out, Choice box beef cutout values dropped below year-ago levels for the last three weeks. However, he notes beef demand was exceptionally strong over the last 12 months, driven by pin-up post-pandemic demand and exports. According to Peel, a bellwether indicator of summer grilling demand is strip loin prices, which typically and reliably increase seasonally going into summer. 
So far this year, he says strip loin prices have increased only modestly and have actually weakened since mid-April, which may indicate some demand weakness and bears watching in the coming weeks. Peel says relative weakness and some chuck product prices may be related to slower growth in export demand, while the ground beef market continues very strong due to fundamental demand. Potential demand headwinds include near-record high retail beef prices and inflation that's weighing on consumer wallets. However, Peel says, all proteins are higher priced and the ratio of retail beef price to retail broiler chicken and pork prices is actually lower now compared to six months ago. Still, he says, we watch for indications that consumers are trading down from the most expensive beef cuts to cheaper value cuts. For perspective, according to the latest Livestock Marketing Information Center Livestock Monitor, Retail beef prices were $7.67 a pound in March, up $1.20, or 18.6% from a year earlier. Retail pork prices were record high at $4.84 a pound in March, which was 16.1%, or $0.67 cents higher than last year. And the retail broiler price in March was the second highest on record at $1.72 a pound, an increase of 11.7%, or $0.18 cents from a year earlier. And that's your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 17th of May, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.